0: Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio, and whether you are a man or a woman, you are going to want to know about Judy Hoberman and selling in a skirt.
1: Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken.
0: Hello everyone, Chef Hyken here back on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. Very excited today because Judy Hoberman is the person we're going to be interviewing and she is the president of Selling in a Skirt. Now, for those guys out there all of a sudden thinking, Skirt, what's this about? Is this about women selling in a skirt? No. Bear with us because you're going to find out that skirt is an acronym. And, yes, she is a woman, but that doesn't mean you as a man and, of course, women out there who might not even like wearing skirts. This is all about building relationships, a better customer experience, even a little bit of customer service thrown in on top of all of that. Judy's been doing this. It doesn't look like it in her picture, but she's been doing it for over 30 years. She's been a coach, a sales trainer, um, uh, a mentor, and an amazing speaker. So Judy, welcome to Amazing Business Radio.
1: Thank you so much, Shep. I'm so excited to be here, and I am excited to talk about our favorite topic, customer service and experience.
0: Yes, it's what I live for. It's what I think I of. <laughs> when I get up in the morning, that's where I go, straight to I uh, thinking about how can I create a better experience for all of our customers, clients, readers, listeners, everything. So, Judy, give us some background on you because before we get into uh, you know talking about selling in a skirt, I want to talk about you for just a moment.
1: So the, the funny part about me is that I've always been doing some kind of sales and always with people because my whole goal in life was to make people happy. I wanted to please people. I'm a people pleaser, and sometimes it's to my detriment. But when I first started sell, selling, it was Girl Scout cookies. And you may not know it, but there's a big experience when you sell Girl Scout cookies because you have to remember what your client bought last year because this was before your parents were allowed to bring you into a building and take the, you know, to take the cookies in. This was really door to door sales. And I developed quite a clientele because they all said they just love to be around me. People would always say, I don't care what you're selling. I need to be around you. You make it so much fun. You're like a magnet.
0: So and fun into- and magnet, by the way, that's part of the experience you provided. And I Absolutely. need to know, what, what made you fun? I mean, people want to be around you. What did you do to be fun? Was it just your you know charming personality, or were you purposely funny? I mean, what what did you do?
1: Well, I am purposely funny. I am. I am my own best audience as well. <laughs> But I have I'm to tell you right I now,
0: so that's I know.
1: I always got excited about everything that I did. I sold insurance for like 20 something years and when I would be on the phone with people they would say to me, I don't really care what you're selling. You are so funny. You are so nice. You are so exciting. Just come over. And so I started a relationship on the phone. I I was just, you know, when I think about insurance, I never think about insurance. I think about protection. I protected families. That was my mindset. And I was always so excited to do that. And so for me, the experience was part of, I was part of the experience, but so was my customer. Because if they had a great experience, you know what happens next? They They would refer me to their friends, to their families. And it was like a big cycle. So, I was always excited, even about insurance.
0: Right, I love that. So, just to tell you, you and I have something in common. No, I did not sell Girl Scout cookies. Uh, but I sold candy bars door to door for my youth group, and I'll never forget. I was they they and you know, I always would come in at you know one of the top salespeople, and I never thought of it much as you know yeah I guess I'm selling door to door knocking on. I'm telling the story. I'm making mm-hmm. them relate to me, and it and let's tie this into customer service. If you want to be successful with your customers, regardless of whether you're in a call center talking to somebody, even if you're chatting with them over you know text and, and a chat. Uh, situation, or you're on the sales floor uh, working in a retail store and you're interacting and maybe then you know there's a little bit of sales. If you can't connect, if you can't relate, and I think that's so important and you've got to create an experience that allows you to do that. And maybe it was your humor. So let me tell you a quick funny story. I don't know if I've ever shared this on Amazing Business Radio, but I was uh, about 14 or 15 years old, and we had bought I don't know how many candy bars for our youth group. I think we, we were we were going to have a band at our big party. I was probably about 15 uh, at our big party. And somebody took the 500 candy bars in a van on a hot summer day and, and accidentally, oh. yeah, they forgot to bring <laughs> them in. And we now had 500 melted candy bars. And the way it worked was you sold the candy bars for a dollar. And we kept 50 cents. We gave 50 cents to the company for the candy bar. So we'd have about $250 for our big party. By the way, that was a lot of money back then. So mm-hmm. uh, guess what I did? I took it upon myself to sell melted candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> and I sold. And they loved it. I sold every single one of them, and I mm-hmm. sold them for more than $500. I don't know how yeah. that happened, but... Uh, <laughs> But I did, it was a lot of fun, and I do believe that you know what you, you give somebody an experience rather than just try to sell them a product and and that take, crosses you uh, over from just straight sales into what we call the customer experience but there 's so much more to that, more to that with with selling in a skirt so let 's move into that. Uh, why did you decide to start your company called Selling in a Skirt?
1: Well, you know, I was brought into um, a company to build all their training. I built their sales training. I built their uh, product training. I did all the customer service training. I I built a university, and it was an insurance company. But what I realized, first of all, it was the first time I was ever uh, an employee. I was always 1099 my entire life. So for two years I was an employee. But the culture inside was not a good culture for me. Nobody was relating to each other. Everybody worked in silos. Everybody was always angry and mad. And I thought, I, I, this is not me. I, that's not who I am. And so after two years, I jumped. And when I say I jumped, when you resign, you give up everything. You know, you have no severance, you have nothing. And I was single at the time, and I was 55 years old at the time, and I just, I said, I couldn't do it anymore. My children kept saying to me, you're getting sick, you, this is not good, this is not a good time for you, you need to just go. And so I did. And I started my company because what I thought of, if I was starting all over, and you know I was in my 20s and starting a new career, what would I have looked for? And I would have looked for someone that would have been able to mentor me. I had never had a female mentor at all. I had very successful men, but they were few and far between because there weren't people. Mentoring was not a big thing back then. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. And if you ask somebody to mentor you, they rolled their eyes because they said, that takes too much time. I don't want to do that. So I had no mentor, and I thought, if I was going to start now, that's what I would look for, and I would look for somebody that could share their experience with me and tell me how the journey was going to be able to uh, be uh, achievable and so on and so forth. So I started my company, and I started – again, it was it was the funniest thing because I went to a networking event. I was talking to somebody. I was all excited because here was this new business I had. I had a business card. I had nothing else. and I had, a, I had the name. And so this woman came up to me. She said, I don't even know what you do, but I have to find out. So tell me what you do. And I told her I was a speaker. And she said, do you have a website? I'm like, oh. I don't have a website. I said, <laughs> um, not yet, but it's under, you know, under construction. She said, okay, are you speaking anyplace locally? And I said, not this week, because I wasn't. And then mm-hmm. she said, um, do you have a brochure? And I said, do you want an email version, or would you like to have a physical copy? It depends on how you learn, you know, what's, what's good for you. She said, I'd love a physical copy. And I thought, okay, good, I have an extra couple of days. And I came running home, and I called my son, who was a web developer, and I said, the web developer's mom has no website. Hobbler's kids have no shoes. Web developer's mom has no website. And so we built a website, and that's how I started. But it was was about the experience that she had with me for five minutes. That was it. It was five minutes.
0: So let's talk about mentoring, and I think this is really important. Um, Whether it's sales, customer service, uh, leadership, it doesn't matter. But let's – because this is all about amazing service and amazing experience, Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. If you bring somebody in that has a great personality – and you want to put them into a customer-focused situation. And, it, again, it could be sales. I believe everybody needs customer service skills. To Absolutely. provide them a mentor is great. One of the uh, concepts of the book that I wrote a few years ago, Amaze Every Customer Every Time, one of the 52 concepts or 52 tools, as we call them, was to, uh, you know, mentoring, be a mentor. One of our uh, one of the Ace Hardware Store's owner, I, I interviewed a bunch of people in, in uh, independent – businesses and and ace hardware was my role model but one of the owners of an ace store said when somebody comes to work with us we assign them a mentor i think for 30 days so for 30 days they're side by side for the first few days and then they they're they're constantly connected and they really hope that by that time you know at the end of 30 days they've picked up on the philosophies and the beliefs and and actually quite a few skills as a result to the service that that ace wants to deliver to their customers you know anybody can say hey yeah the hammer's in aisle eight okay but how do you do that and give them an experience at the same time and they did it by giving them a mentor to show them and help them and train them on how to do it so i love the concept of mentoring tell you what we're going to do take a short break now and when we come back the 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 word skirt is act actually an acronym. And when we come back, I want to talk about those acronym or those letters and what they stand for. And I think you'll realize, everybody listening, that uh, each one of these letters stand for something that all of you need to know about, hear about, and be thinking about constantly. So take a short break. We'll be right back. We've been talking with Judy Hoberman. Don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form. And each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more. All about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to always be amazing.
1: This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken.
0: From Dallas, Texas, although you may detect the New York accent, she moved to Dallas, Texas. That's where she is now. And by the way, if you want to reach Judy, just go to sellinginaskirt.com. Sellinginaskirt.com. You'll learn all about Judy, and the philosophy of standing out and her keys to success and inspiring others. And, and, oh, I'm giving it away. Those are the the letters that are SKIRT. So let's go ahead and talk about the acronym and what each of these mean to all of us. S-K-I-R-T, SKIRT. Judy, what do they mean?
1: Okay, so the S is standing out, as you just said. Now, standing out, we are—we live in the noisiest world ever. So it doesn't matter if you're in, in front of someone, if you're speaking to someone on the phone, if you're writing an article. You have to figure out how you're going to stand out as the expert in your field, and then you have to own that title. And I always tell people that when you're giving someone an experience, it has to be something that they're going to love so much that they're going to do it again, and they're going to bring back their friends.
0: So, so I like that's, that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, so that's always good, like for a customer experience. I mean, I know when I do um, a seminar, if I do, if I'm speaking somewhere. I always tell people, you know, you, it's your job to do the best you can possibly do and then give a little bit more and then let people know how they can get in touch with you, how they can relate to you, how they can connect with you, and then keep doing it. And all of a sudden, there's people that are following you or there's people that are that want to do business with you or there's people that say, if you need anything, you need to call Shep because he knows everybody and he can take care of you. So it's always, you know, you have walking ambassadors. You have all these people that are, are on your um, team that you may not even have like a real official team, but you do. You have a team.
0: Right. So one of the first things you mentioned was the whole idea of expertise. And in mm-hmm. many of my speeches, I talk about knowledge. Knowledge creates credibility. This is a right. big part of the service experience. If you want Absolutely. to own your, your space and you want to create that relationship with your customer, the way it works is you build confidence with your customer. And confidence comes from, uh, oh, I would say, a predictable and a consistent experience, but also from the customer trusting you. And if you can demonstrate knowledge and expertise and stand out in that area, the customer will trust you and want to do more business with you. So that's S. We still have K-I-R-T. What is K I R T. What is K?
1: K is keys to success. So you've got a toolbox that you work with every day, whether you are handling a customer service uh, complaints or you're taking compliments, doesn't matter. Um, If you are in sales and you're face-to-face with someone, there's something in your toolbox that you're going to use that's going to make sure that they are getting the experience you want. Now, my keys to success has always been asking questions. I've been dubbed the question queen because I ask questions about everything. I'm interested. And for an experience, you want to be interested, not interesting. So I can tell you all these funny things about me and all that, but you don't care. That's the point. People don't care until you give them a reason to care. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be interesting to you. I want to be interested in you.
0: I love it. And that that's powerful. And that is a big key to success. Um, gosh, there's uh, who, somebody, is it Maya Angelou that said people won't care uh, about you until you show how much you care about yeah. them or something it's, like it's,
1: that? It's either, it's either Maya Angelou or Zig Ziglar or both.
0: Or both. I'll bet you yeah. Zig quoted Maya.
1: It could be because I remember. I remember hearing it. I, I think she did say it, but I'm pretty sure he said it as well. But that's that's truly what it is. If you show somebody you care, then they're going to really want to gravitate towards you, to bring you into their circle, to introduce you to people, and and just you know get you as successful as you want to be and as well as they can help you.
0: You know, I, I do speeches similar to you doing speeches. My speeches are on customer service, and one of the things I'll occasionally get asked to do is to do. Uh, they want to split the group up into two or three groups because it's such a large group, and they want me to repeat the speech. And I love the first one. Man, I love it. I feel like I'm in total connection with the audience, and I'm getting into it. And the second one is like, didn't I just say this? And yeah. I, I almost feel like even though I'm doing my best to want to connect with the audience, I feel now I'm putting on a performance that's like a play where the lines are scripted, and I have to do – The same thing. Now, granted, I still do what I can to make my connection, but I really feel like I churn out because every one of my speeches has a little bit of a different spin to it. You know, from the Mm -hmm. last client. You know, if I'm talking to a retailer versus a manufacturer versus a a support center, call center group, every one of them has their twist. But even if I had to do it two and three times, the exact same speech, the same day or consecutive days, I'm going, man, this it feels like I'm almost phoning it in, even though I'm not uh and by the way maybe the fact that i'm conscious of trying to make it special and unique even though i know i just did it is probably what helps make it special and unique but at the end of the day i feel like oh man i just i just don't want to be going through the motions nobody should ever do that
1: yeah and and i feel the same way that you do and sometimes in my head i'm thinking did i just say this to this group or was it to the other group and sometimes i'll just say out loud I'll just say you know I'm a shiny object girl and sometimes I travel away from the topic but I always come back in so if I repeat myself that's probably why but here I
0: go and I kind of feel like we've just traveled away from the interested versus interesting but here's the point I'm making I'm so interested in my audience that even though I'm selling the same thing over and over again which is customer service in the form of a speech I do believe that the connection is there because I'm sincerely 100% 100% vested in my effort to help them yep. be more successful. All right. So that's we've got the S, which is standing out, the K for keys to success. I stands for?
1: Inspiration. So a lot of times we need to be inspired to do the best job we could do, and sometimes we inspire others without even knowing we're inspiring them. You know, a lot of times you'll see um, a picture on social media. You'll see a, a man that's exercising, doing push-ups, and they say, please don't quit because you never know who's watching. And then there's this little tiny baby that's doing push-ups with him. So you never know. And it happens in business all the time where you do something amazing and somebody may not say something to you right away, but all of a sudden six months later they'll say, you know, the re- I almost left, but because of you and you did this, I decided to give it one more shot. And So you don't even know. They're like silent watchers. Wow. But, but along with that, there's also the part about your core values you can't be inspirational and you can't you can't be inspired if your core values are not in alignment with wherever you are. And so if you're constantly fighting that, you have to also figure out how can you possibly, you know, get into an alignment with your goals, your core values, and being inspired.
0: Uh, that's why I hate that expression, fake it till you make it. Oh, I know, I know. Right. I know. And, and by the way, I get what the people mean when they say fake it till you make it. It means, uh, I mean, I remember, uh, and going back to when I was hired to do my first speech, and I wasn't faking it. I said, "Hey, I'm a speaker. That's what I want to do." No, the guy who hired me didn't ask me how many speeches I'd done in the past. He says, "Tell me about your speech," and I told him, "This is what I would do for your audience." And you know, I never once felt that I was faking it, but at the same time, I'd never really done it before. Um, and but I do know this. That, that was totally sincere. To me, the word fake is about being insincere, which is the exact opposite of what we're talking about. So uh, there is no faking it. You've got to be in there. Uh, if you want to inspire others, it's got to be real and genuine. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I, one of the things I pride myself is I'll never ask anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do or haven't done myself here mm-hmm. in my business. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Uh, yep. I, and I love to tell them, I really hope that you are far better at this than I am. But this is how I did it when I did it. So, yep. Yep. all right. Uh, so that's inspiration. Uh, R
1: results. Everything you do, whether you're in direct sales, whether you're indirect sales, whether you're customer service, whether you're, you know, trying to do uh, retaining clients, it doesn't matter what it is. It's all judged about your results. It could be numbers, it could be dollars, it could be people. But everybody looks at results. And so, one of the things I always talk about is you know, let's, let's come up with a crazy number of where you want to be next year. And let's think about how we're going to get there. So we talk about eating the elephant. You know, you take the giant number and you break it down into small pieces. And all of a sudden, it's not as overwhelming as, you know, as, as trying to say, well, I'm going to do, you know, a million dollars or whatever. So I try to make sure that you understand that the results are there. You just have to decide how far you're going to push yourself. Don't make it so it's always overwhelming and you stop before you even start because you know you're not going to reach it. But then again, don't make it so easy that you can do it with your eyes closed and then it's not even a challenge. So you have to set yourself up for success.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think numbers allow you to have something to work toward. Um, And I've said it 100 times on the show. uh, Peter Drucker said you can't manage what you don't measure. So uh, the other day I did a program for a client who said that their satisfaction numbers were down 11%. And that's a big number. And I said, so the goal of this presentation isn't so that next year we're down 9%. No, the goal is to be up uh, above the norm. So they had their baseline, and they were down below their baseline. we got to get them back up above it. And, you know, if, if you look at um, results, it really probably is a number. It's, you know, how many clients do you retain as a result of your customer success or customer loyalty efforts how uh how uh in what's the increase in sales as a result of you know two percent less defection by your customers if it's a uh, true sales you know if we drop the price uh our volume of sales goes up but the margins are thinner so what do we everything's a number so keep that in mind results are measurable and they're goal-worthy, and they're very, um, I mean, they're real. So you can't mess with the numbers. All right, finally, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll do one more, and then we're going to take a break. But uh, tell us about T.
1: T is time management. And it doesn't really matter who you are, how old you are, what gender you are. It doesn't matter. We all struggle with some part of time management. And either it means that you are at work and you wish you were home, home you wish you were at work, or you're just not present wherever you are. And to me, I don't believe that there's really work-life balance. I believe that there's harmony. So wherever you are, you have to be in harmony. And to me, that means be present. So you put your phone down, close the phone. Wherever you are, show somebody that you respect them enough to be present.
0: I love it. So it's a pretty much, I would say, your version of time management is uh, look at what time it is now and be in that moment. Correct. Excellent. All right, let's take another short break. When we come back, we'll talk more with Judy. Don't go away. Chef Heigert here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepard Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips, online, 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.chefondemand.com. Com. Once again, that's ShepOnDemand.com. And remember, always be amazing.
1: This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken.
0: Shep Hyken here back on Amazing Business Radio from the C-Suite Network. Judy Hoberman, she has a lot to share with us about a lot of different ideas. And something that uh, many of us know about, it is the KISS concept, K-I-S-S, which stands for, Judy
1: Keep it simple, sweetheart,
0: stupid, <laughs> sexy,
1: whatever you want that last yep. test to be. Keep
0: it simple, stupid is Shep. the way I heard it. Shep. Keep how it simple, you? Shep. All right, that's good. So how does this play <laughs> into the customer experience?
1: You know, if you're trying to get people to have a great experience and you make it too difficult for them, they won't have it. You have to make it easy and you have to make it obvious. And you also have to know what it is that your customer is actually looking for. So I always tell people, if you're not really 100% sure, all you have to do is ask, because people will tell you exactly what it is that they're looking for. So make the experience simple and make it so people, again, like I said before, will come back and bring their friends, because an experience that is exciting and an experience that is you know, motivating is something that people will share. And if you want referrals or if you want um, other people to say, if you need anything, you call this person because she takes care of everything or he takes care of everything. There's never a question. That's the experience that you want. So you have to keep it simple. Simple is good. Simple is powerful.
0: It's not easy. Not always easy.
1: No, it's right. I was just going to say, so it's not something that is easy to do. For me, I know if, as soon as I see something difficult, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put it away until later. I'm not going to do it. I need simple. And so you're right. It could be simple, but it may, may not be easy. And sometimes being simple is harder.
0: Right. Low friction. I've actually got a book coming out next year that's all about keeping things simple and convenient. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's one of the most simple companies to do business with in the world? Uh, it's like Amazon? a hey, bingo ding 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 that is the correct answer thanks for playing the yes. game yeah yes and let me tell you what they did they simplified things you, they have once you set up the system one click you see what you want? You say, I want to buy this. One click. You've now, it's in your cart. Not not even in your cart. It's in your cart, paid for, and now it's being processed with one-click shopping. How easy is that? I mean, that's what companies and that's what individuals need to do. They need to start thinking Simple. Now, I'm going to be telling the story a lot over the next year, but there was a, a gentleman, uh, a friend of mine, who approached me and said, I got a great one for you. I was doing business with an HVAC company, getting my air conditioning and my heating checked twice a year. Switched to a new company. New company, great reputation. My friend told me to use them. And after the first visit, they gave me this coupon. They said, in six months, we'll come back. We'll check your your heater or your furnace, uh, next and save this coupon and you'll get 15% off. And, and the guy said, why do I have to save a coupon? Can't they just put in their note? The guy gets 15% off the next time. Why can't they just make it simple? No. Mm -hmm. And, and that put him off. Simple can be so simple and it's so powerful when you master the concept of simplicity PayPal mastered the ability to get money from one person to the next in the most simple, easiest manner. Uber Uber disrupted the entire taxicab industry by making it so simple to get a, get a ride, pay for the ride, on and on. Anyway, I can go on and on. So we are down to the very end, and uh, that's, this is where I always ask the same question, the one thing question. What one thing do you want to emphasize or do you want to share with us that we haven't heard from? Uh, that you want to leave our listeners with?
1: The one thing I would say is it has nothing to do with a product or a service. Nothing does. It actually truly has to do with um, the experience. And when you start to ask questions that are open ended questions and you get somebody to respond to you with their um, wants, their needs, their desires in their words, they're not only giving you what they want, but they're giving you the why. And there's nothing better for an experience when you have their why in their words, and and that will take you, it, it just it propels you to another whole uh, level, because you've listened, you've heard, and you act on it.
0: Right, so that's, that's what I would say. There you go. That's your roadmap for success. Well, Judy, great to have you on the show. Everybody, remember if you want to reach Judy, go to Selling in a Skirt. Dot com, And you'll learn all about Judy, all about her coaching, her mentoring, her training. Uh, this has been a great show, Judy. Thanks for being with us.
1: Thanks for having me. I love the opportunity, and uh, I wish you the best.
0: And you the same, and you keep that energy and enthusiasm up. <laughs> I, can, I can hear it, and I can feel it through my headphones. It's, I, I love it. I love it. Thanks, Judy. And everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. This is Shep and Until next week's amazing interview, I'm reminding you to always be amazing. Thanks, everybody. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.